I'm Marco Werman. This is The World, a potential game changer today regarding the war in Syria and how the United States responds to it. The White House announced that it now has credible evidence that the Assad regime has used chemical weapons against opposition rebels. You'll recall that President Obama has said that the regime's use of chemical weapons would cross a red line and change his thinking. Well, this afternoon, a senior administration official told reporters that that has now happened. But he also said that the president will decide what the U.S. response will be according to his own timeline. James Traub is a columnist for foreignpolicy.com. The U.S. now states, James, that this use of chemical weapons by this uh, by the Assad regime, what does this mean? Well, Marco, my guess is that this has less to do with chemical weapons than with other things. That is, it is possible even that the White House chose to release this announcement because they had made a decision separately from that, that the time had come to intervene in a more active way. And if I had to guess, I would say the reason for that is not so much the chemical weapons as the new role of Hezbollah coming in on the side of of, uh, the Syrian regime in a huge way and the planned invasion, which they have begun talking about, of Aleppo, which is the biggest city in Syria. That is, it's really because the military tide has turned dramatically in the last few weeks. I suspect that's a bigger thing in their calculations. So the White House says it's looking at a wide range of support for the opposition on the ground, but it's already been quietly assisting the opposition. So with this, this announcement of chemical weapons, where does this news take U.S. military and foreign policy now? What does this signal? Well, you know, it, it would be wrong to think that whatever response the U.S. is preparing has anything to do with responding to chemical weapons. The real question is, what is it that outside forces above all the U.S. can do to, as uh, Secretary of State John Kerry keeps saying, change Assad's calculus. And that question has gotten much harder since Hezbollah entered the war in a big way, because Assad is much more confident and much more capable than he has been before. And so I think what they're thinking about at the White House is, is arming the rebels by itself enough, given how much worse the threat has gotten, or do they also have to do things like use sea-launched and air-launched missiles in order to try to, as much as possible, destroy Syria's air force, which has been used to devastating effectiveness against both rebels and civilians in recent weeks. So where do you think this takes the debate on Syria now? The debate used to be something or nothing, or let's just say military or diplomatic. The diplomatic thing for the moment is over. The real question now is what military moves will be effective and which ones is the U.S. prepared to do? And I think a lot of stuff that I would have said and people in the administration said to me in recent days would not happen now might happen, including, as I say, a significant effort with American missiles to take out parts of, the, of Syria's air capacity. Well, I know it's kind of speculative, but I mean, what do you see as implications for the region, generally speaking? Well, first of all, I don't think, well, look, let, me, let me back up for a second. Right now, the war has proved to be an increasingly regional danger. And so the argument that the U.S. shouldn't get further engaged because that could cause the war to expand into, into Lebanon, Jordan, elsewhere. Well, that's already happened. And so the idea that we must not do that to prevent regional expansion, that's really not on anymore. Now the question is, can the U.S. by acting possibly stanch the flow of that? And I don't know if that's possible, given that we now see Iraqis fighting on both sides. We see Hezbollah. We see increasing numbers of Salafists and, and, and al-Qaeda affiliates coming in. That, that genie is out of the bottle already. 
Earlier today, the big news on Syria came from the U.N. It was uh, the death toll rising to well over 93,000. Earlier this week, Bill Clinton joined the voices calling for more vigorous intervention in Syria. Now this news of chemical weapons. Do you think that this was the week the pressure got too much for the White House? Uh, yeah. I mean, as I say, I actually think that a lot of it had to do with the victory in Al-Qusayr uh, of the Syrian forces last week. But then I think each one of these things built up on itself. And I think, uh, I, I don't know what effect Clinton's voice had, but Obama certainly does not want to be seen, as Clinton said he could be seen, as the man who stood by in the face of atrocities and the killing of 100,000 people. We're not talking about Rwanda yet, but we're getting at the levels of, for example, the Balkans in the mid-90s. This is something unspeakable. And remember, President Obama is someone who pledged himself to the doctrine of the responsibility to protect you, of the responsibility to stop atrocities. And so far, he has not yet been able to do anything about that responsibility. Well, James Traub with foreignpolicy.com, thanks very much. All right. Thank you, Marco.